Hey guys, this is the New Heights Church Podcast, and we just want to welcome you and thank you for joining us today. We hope this message inspires and encourages you. Here at New Heights, we exist to love people and point them to Christ. Enjoy today's service. Open your Bible to Mark chapter 5. I'm going to give you two keys really quickly. If you're just tuning in online, we're so glad you did. This is a live service. My name is Brian Hallam. I'm the senior pastor here at New Heights Church, and we are honored that you're with us. Father, I'm asking tonight that your people would hear your voice and not mine. I'm asking that your word would change us, shape us, mold us, and set us free in every area. In Jesus' name, and all God's people said, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want to read you a story real quick from Mark chapter number five. All you kids in here, if you like a story, this is a good one right here. Mark chapter 5, verse 25. The Bible says there was a certain woman. Somebody say certain. There was a certain woman. See, there's always a crowd and then there's a certain person. You don't have to be what the crowd is. The Bible says there's a certain woman which had an issue of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all she had and was nothing better but grew worse. Verse 27 says, when she heard of Jesus, somebody say that name. When she'd heard of Jesus, she came in the press or in the crowd behind and she reached through the crowd and she just touched the one, one translation said, or one scripture says the hem of his garment or the edge of his garment just barely could reach out and touch Jesus. But she touched the hem of his garment Verse 28 says this, for she said, if I may but touch his clothes, I shall be whole. Come on, let's say that together. I shall be whole. Somebody's prophesying right now. I shall be whole. The Bible says there was a crowd of people and and Jesus walking through and she's the one that got touched. But she didn't get touched by him stopping. She got touched by reaching out and touching him. What's beautiful about that is this. It doesn't matter if the crowd's getting a miracle. It doesn't matter if the crowd is touching Christ. It doesn't matter if the crowd is moved by God. It doesn't take everybody to touch Jesus for somebody to get a miracle. So the Bible says there's a crowd of people and she presses through the crowd. And the reason she's pressing through the crowd is because she had already said to herself, she said this, she said, if I can just touch his garment, I will be made whole. Number one, I'm going to give you two keys tonight. Here's the first one real quickly. The first one is this, even in challenging times, keep your expectation high. Even in challenging times, Keep your expectation high. We've been, we've been in, 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 uh, we've been doing service online for seven weeks. That's, that's a long time, but it's not 12 years. This woman had an issue of blood. She had a condition for 12 years, spent everything she had. The Bible says she didn't get better, but she grew worse. In other words, there was nothing man could do to fix it. In this pandemic, I thank God for everything that every doctor, that every brilliant scientist is doing, but I want to give credit where credit is due. God Almighty is working behind the scenes. You say, well, wait a minute. 
What about the brain of the scientists? And I love the brains of the scientists. I really do. But God made the brain that's in the scientist's head. So what we're going to do, even in challenging times, is we're going to make sure to keep our expectation high because what you expect is what you generally will see. She was expecting Jesus to change her life. Everybody else was just expecting to see a man. You, you can go to church. You can watch online. You can, you can do any of it. You can, you can be as religious as you want to be and never get an inch deep in God. Because it's not just seeing, it is believing. Remember what Jesus told the disciples? Blessed are them that believe that haven't seen. He said, well, wait a minute. There's not, there's not a cure for this thing. No, you hadn't seen a cure. There is a cure. It's blood type J-E-S-U-S. That's the cure. So even in challenging times, you have to keep your expectation high. And let me just tell you, that, that can involve, no, it doesn't just, it can't, it's not just it can, it involves effort to keep your expectation high. You can't just go living and believing everything that you hear, nor can you go living like the world and acting like you're going to get kingdom results. So you've got to set your sights high. You've got to get your expectation high, and then you've got to keep it there, and you've got to fan the flame. You know, when a baby's little, we take a, a, little, a little cup of, of mashed up vegetables, and we take a little spoon that's dipped in rubber, and we feed it to them, and they spill it all over their face, and we call it cute. Come on, if you're 45 years old and somebody's still feeding you with a rubber dip spoon and you got it all over your face, something's wrong. In other words, you've got to meter your expectation and when you sense it going low, you've got to feed it. Somebody say feed it. So even in challenging times, we're gonna keep our expectation high. The scripture says that uh, when she reached out and touched him, verse 29, straightway... Somebody say straightway. One translation would have said immediately. Immediately the fountain of her blood dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. Can I just say this? She hadn't been to the doctor yet. She had been to the doctors for 12 years. God bless every doctor. I thank God for modern medicine. I'm not opposed to modern medicine a bit. Matter of fact, I have regular checkups because I'm trying to stay in health. Come on, somebody. But here's the reality. She knew she was healed before she saw the report. She knew in herself she was healed. Sometimes you got to go through a fight knowing what the victory is going to look like before you ever see a piece of paper that says you're going to get it. Some of you, the devil has fought you in your family. Some of you, the devil has fought you in your business. Some of you, the devil has fought you in your health. Some of you, the devil has fought you in your relationships. But you got to get a revelation from God that you know, that you know, that you know. I haven't seen the paperwork yet, but something on the inside of me says I got victory about to break out. I already know the victory is here. I don't need you to say it. I'll just be glad when you get to see it. Somebody say straightway. I like King James because it sounds holy. Instead of immediately, he said straightway. Straightway, the Bible says. Let me tell you something. It was straightway in that moment, but it was 12 years getting there. Isn't it funny when people walk up to you and say, boy, everything just goes good for you. 
Boy, just immediately everything works good for you. You'd be like, you hadn't seen the 12 years of hell that I've been through. Come on. They look at your kids and your kids are behaving and you're like, they're behaving here. Okay. (laughs) Come on. You're holding hands with your spouse in public and you're wanting to squeeze his hand off. I said, boy, y'all just look so good together. I have no idea what you just said to each other in the car. I'll look up when I say it. Come on. Just because victory is delayed doesn't mean it's denied. Straight way. Oh, immediately. Everything just happens for you. Let me tell you what they're going to say when that new building. They said it when we bought this building. They said, boy, that church is immediately this. I said, no. No, no, I nearly had to replace the carpet for all the tears. I can barely walk for the oil I've slung around. It's all slippery in the house. Oh, look at all the people that come. I didn't know eight years ago, seven and a half years ago, I didn't know one human being in this town. God just said, go. I said, okay, I'll go. Crystal, you want to go? She said, yeah. Say, I'll go. Because it changes. When the victory gets there, everybody thinks it was quick. No, what you see is quick. Jesus rose on the third day, but it was 33 years of days that took him to that moment. Everybody likes to talk about the victory. Everybody likes to talk about the victory. And that's what we got to keep our expectation on. But you got to recognize sometimes you're going to have to go through the valley of the shadow of death. And while you're in the valley of the shadow of death, let me just tell you what not to do. Don't stay there. Oh, there's a crowd of people in front of me. You better press through. So what we're going to do is we're going to keep our expectation high. Somebody say high. If you're watching online, just drop in the comments. Hashtag high. It'll drive everybody nuts. Drive all the religious folks nuts. What kind of church is that? I see smoke. <laughs> I see smoke. Oh my gosh. Mm. Hashtag high. You better leave me alone. We'll be here all night. All right. Verse 29. Immediately, The fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body. She was healed of the plague. Verse 30. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, you see all these people thronging thee, touching all over you, reaching in to grab you. And you say, who touched me? Let me just put it a little bit different. Because I've been around people my whole life. And I'm not the ultimate judge of it. But I've been around people that I know have touched God. They, they walk a little different. Let me tell you how most of them walk. With a limp. Because if you're going to really know him. Well, I'm talking to somebody tonight. You're going to have gone through some stuff. When Jacob wrestled with the angel, he was touched in his hip and never walked the same again. 
I almost laugh when people come to me, tell me how they've served God with no scars. Because this kingdom comes with a lot of heartache. Well, what do you mean heartache? Well, that's the people he's closest to. The scripture says he draws near to the brokenhearted. He said, why am I, why am I brokenhearted all the time? Because you can be trusted with it and still serve him. I don't want to be brokenhearted. I don't either. He said, well, what's the alternative? Don't serve him. Go to hell. You serve him. You're going to go through some stuff. You serve him, you're going to go through some stuff. And there's going to be people around you that are closer to him than you are, but have never felt his power. That word virtue, in our, in our, in our closest, well, it's not exactly the same word, but we get our word dynamite from it. Dunamis means power. Jesus stopped and he said, whoa. Power just went out of me. Dynamite power went out of me. You know, there's a place you can get and you can touch the hem of his garment and dynamite. Dynamite power comes in your situation. The first thing we're going to do is we're going to keep our expectations high even in challenging times. He looked around to see who had done this. Verse 33, the woman fearing and trembling knowing what was done in her, came and fell before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, daughter, listen to this, your faith made you whole. Somebody say, my faith. faith. It's not everybody else's faith that makes you whole. You can have any preacher you want lay hands on you, but it is your faith that makes you whole. The scripture says, your faith has made you whole. Then he says, go in peace and be whole of the plague. Doesn't that sound good in this season? So she had her expectations high. She had her expectations high. And and she didn't let the challenge of the moment. You know, we're in a challenging time right now. We've been in a challenging time for the last several months. But we're not going to let the challenge of the moment stop the challenge of the moment stop us from reaching out and touching him. If we're doing it online, that's fine. If we have to stand on our head, so be it. If we have to walk through broken glass, bring out the glass because we will get to the hem of his garment. We do not count what it costs to follow him. We just count it all joy that we get to follow him. So even in challenging times, we reach and we stretch and we find our way to touch him. You say, it doesn't feel the same. I know it doesn't feel the same. God didn't make a mistake when he said you were going to be born in this lifetime. He knew you would be ready to endure this. He knew you would be scheduled for victory. And in these challenging times, we're going to make sure and keep our expectation high. Jesus said, go in peace. You are, you are whole from the plague. You are not what you used to be. Now you are set on high. But let me just say this. This is kind of interesting, and I, I, I should have mentioned it earlier. This is actually a story within a story. 
See, the reason Jesus was walking through the crowd is because he was on his way to another man's house whose daughter was sick and dying, who was 12 years old. Jesus was into healing 12-year-old situations on that day. He was walking through the crowd because he was on the way to Jairus' house. And the Bible says that Jairus' daughter was sick unto death. And the Bible says that when Jesus stopped and began to talk to the lady, that you could just imagine what Jairus must have been thinking. Lady, I, I do want you healed, but I want my daughter healed. Please don't delay Jesus. I need him to get to my house. And then the worst thing that could have happened in Jairus' life happens. The Bible says that he turned, and, and as soon as Jesus heard, In verse 35, as soon as he said this, there came somebody from the ruler of the synagogue's house which said unto him, your daughter is dead. Don't trouble the master any further. Jairus was probably on the other side of Jesus' coat, dragging on him, saying, I know, I want that lady healed. I don't want her sick, but but she's older. My little girl's at death's door. Can you please just come on? And somebody walks up, says, Jairus, don't bother him anymore. Your daughter is dead. It's a story within a story. It's a a commercial break on the way to somebody else's miracle. Jesus does miracles on his way to do miracles. If you want to know what Jesus is doing right now, he's headed to a miracle and he might make a pit stop and do a few miracles on the way. The first thing we're going to do is we're going to keep our expectation high, even in challenging times. Jesus is standing there. He just heals the lady by her reaching out and grabbing the hem of his garment. Somebody comes up and tells Jairus, says, listen, your daughter's dead. Don't bother Jesus anymore. But Jesus heard it. And as soon as he heard the word that was spoken, he looked back, verse 36, and he said unto the ruler of the synagogue, listen what he said to him. Be not afraid. Only believe. Number one, we're going to keep our expectation high. Number two, for all you Journey fans out there, we're not going to stop believing. Come on, somebody. We are called believers. Somebody say believer. We are not called doubters. Doubting is what we root out. Believing is what we are. Doubting is what we root out. Believing is what we are. Jesus later goes to the, to, the, to the man's house and heals his daughter. She sits up, begins to eat a, a hot pocket. Come on, somebody. But the only thing Jesus told Jairus he needed to do, believe. Number one thing you can do in challenging times. Number one thing you can do in challenging times is keep your expectation high. Number two, commit right now. Don't stop believing. So when's God going to do it? The right time? Are you sure? Absolutely. What happens if I don't see it? That's impossible. Thank you very much. Well, when's God going to make a way at the right time? How do you know? By faith. Well, what's faith? It's substance evidence. It's something I can't see the evidence stuff I'm hoping for. In other words, it's the proof I need that you can't see. Where's Jesus inside me? What? And all around me? That ought to freak you out. (laughs) He's all around us. But if you commit to not stop believing, 
Because that's the one thing the devil's trying to get you to do. It's to stop believing. Because if you stop believing, now all of a sudden you've got two options. Doubt and sight. And we live by faith, not by sight. And believers are believers and we are not. We don't live our life doubting. We live our life believing. You say, what does that mean? It means we don't go around planning for the worst all the time. Excuse me. We may plan for the worst, but we go around expecting the best. They say, well, how can that help your life? Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. And once I decide to stay in faith, even in challenging times, do you know how frustrating it is to the devil that every time he hits you, you say glory to God? There's been times I feel like I was a punching bag and I said, sooner or later, you're going to hurt your hand. But I'm not quitting. Because even in challenging times, even in challenging times, we're going to keep our expectation high. And we're never, you online, we're never going to stop believing. Let's give God a big hand of praise right there. I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. If you did, there are a couple of things that I'd love for you to do. Number one, subscribe to our show. That way, the most recent episodes will always be in your feed waiting for you, ready when you are. And secondly, follow us on social media. That is the best way to stay up to date on everything happening at New Heights. We look forward to you joining us next time on the New Heights podcast. And if you are ever in the Bryan College Station area, we invite you to come out to New Heights Church for a live service. I promise we'll make you feel right at home.